What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Diary of an Empath. All right, I'm back today with a solo episode. I want to take my time on the edits for the next couple episodes that I have coming up next week. We're going to have an amazing episode on generational trauma and diving deep. We're going to have somebody back for round two. And the week after that, we're going to be talking everything toxic relationships with the amazing Jamie Mailer. Can't wait to come out with that one. Today, though, I want to talk about a topic that came up for me and a girlfriend that we were talking about when it comes to dating, leading with sexual energy versus emotional energy. And what does that even mean? Okay, but before we get into that real quick, I do want to let you guys know that I have an amazing webinar that's coming up on September 15th on tarot basics. If you have ever been curious or wanted to learn how to read tarot for yourself or for others, for healing, for guidance, this is going to be the webinar you want to attend because I'm going to break down the basics, how to read, how to read intuitively, how to shuffle, how to cleanse your deck, the whole nine yards. The goal of the webinar is for you to leave the webinar feeling confident enough to know how to do a spread for yourself, how to do a spread for someone else. So I'm going to link it below in the show notes. And if you guys are interested, I'm going to open up about 10 more spots and spots are going to be limited. So make sure that you join. Okay. So how do we distinguish leading with sexual energy versus leading with emotional energy? And what I mean by that is sometimes we go into relationships and we may stay in situations despite red flags because we're sexually attracted to the other person, the sex might be good. Maybe we're a little bit more distracted by the sex and we don't necessarily pay attention to everything else that comes along with it because we are sexually attracted. The dopamine's going, the serotonin's going, the oxytocin's going, and sometimes we can lead more with that. And so we might ignore other red flags that come up. So if you've ever found yourself in a situation where the physical attraction is undeniable, but something just doesn't feel right emotionally, it's a very common experience. And today we're going to unpack some of the nuances, nuances, nuances that come with this dynamic. It's a power struggle. So to begin, let's just acknowledge the power of sexual attraction. It's magnetic. It's amazing. It's part of the human experience. And it's magnetic when, when we can draw us to somebody. And it can make it very easy, though, to overlook red flags. I call it being digmatized because it's a real thing. It can happen. It can cloud our judgment. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Hey, listen, if you're cool with that, and you're having a good time, and you can separate the emotions from sex, that's great. But there's a good majority of women out there that are not capable of doing it. It's crucial to remember, though, that chemistry alone does not guarantee a healthy, sustainable connection. And that's what I'm talking about here. Healthy, sustainable connections. We have a lot of situations where we may meet somebody that ticks the boxes emotionally. They're intelligent. They might be romantic. They're showing interest in us. But for whatever reason, we are missing that like that spark, that sexual component. Maybe the sex is good, but we still are missing something there. And I think we get too comfortable leading with sexual energy and that's important to a sense, but we have to have balance, right? Emotional intelligence, I'm telling you, it's so overlooked. It's so crucial. 
I think the older that I get for me, emotional intelligence becomes the number one thing that attracts me to somebody. Emotionally intelligent individuals have the ability to recognize, understand, and manage their own emotions and the emotions of others. And this is a skill. I mean, it's literally a skill that is essential to building a meaningful, lasting relationship. I promise you that if you do not have a partner who has emotional intelligence, it's going to be really hard to navigate boundaries. It's going to be really hard to navigate healthy skill setting. Emotional intelligence is the number one thing that I look for in a potential partner. And I'm telling you, when I see emotional intelligence, that is the person that I know I will marry. Sexual energy is something I used to lead with in my 20s and maybe even in my early 30s. And it never led me into the right relationships. It always led me into toxic situations, overlooking red flags, overlooking compatibility to know like this person, I know deep down inside and looking hindsight, I know damn well that I don't have no compatibility with a 22 year old. He might be able to give me good dick at the end of the day. Let's just be real. But compatibility what is a 22 year old going to do? You know what I'm saying? And so for me, like when I was 29, even 30, messing with somebody who was 22, there's nothing that they were bringing to the table at all. And we get so caught up with the sexual energy that we overlook a lot of those things. And sometimes that sexual energy is trauma bonds. Sometimes we confuse intimacy for love. Intimacy is not love. Sex is not love. Sex and intimacy is a vital part of a healthy, loving relationship, but you need more than just sex and intimacy to have the foundation for a healthy relationship, for a healthy love life. It has to be a balance. So how do we strike balance between the sexual and emotional energy? We're going to explore some practical strategies and tools that you can use to make conscious choices in your relationships. So the first one that I want to go over is self-reflection. Take a moment to consider your experiences that you've had in your past relationships. Are there patterns there? What kind of relationships have you been in? Are there similarities between your last relationship and the relationship before that? How was the sex in those relationships? Where was the emotional intelligence in those relationships? Because if you've prioritized sexual attraction over emotional connection, you need to ask yourself, what did you learn from those experiences? I have done it so many times where I prioritize my attraction. And it always led me to believe that I was choosing partners that were not compatible for me, period. They were not compatible financially. They were not compatible spiritually or mentally. The only place in my life where they were compatible with me was physically. That's it. That's all that relationship brought to the table. So when you take a different perspective and think about the only thing you may have in common with your partner or these relationships that you have is the fact that you're sexually attracted to that person and they might bring you 15 minutes of pleasure, 20 minutes if you're lucky, that's it. So you're in a whole ass relationship essentially just for the sex. I mean, you can buy yourself a toy if that's the case. So we really have to prioritize leading with emotional energy and really ask ourselves, does this serve my highest good? And that's going to lead you to have to really reflect on some of your past and some of the relationships that you've had. 
So I want you guys to think about what did it look like when you were leading with sexual energy? So some of the things I tell my clients to look for is immediate attraction. Now, as humans, of course, it's natural to be attracted to somebody. But when we lead with sexual energy, we're often drawn to someone based on just the physical attraction. And this can be very intense and it can be immediate. And this leads to an intense desire to be close to the person. And we have to be careful because I cannot emphasize again enough that sex and intimacy does not equal love. Yes, it can exist within love, but just because there's sex and intimacy with a partner doesn't necessarily mean that that's a healthy relationship. We can't confuse the two. And like I mentioned before, sometimes when we're leading with sexual energy, we can overlook the red flags. Sexual chemistry can be very strong and it can sometimes lead us to ignore the red flags and cloud our judgment. So when we're having sex with somebody, our brain releases something called oxytocin. Oxytocin is only released and, and those amounts, those high amounts when we're in our mother's womb, it causes us to feel safe and to feel connected with somebody. So it doesn't matter how much you say that you can separate emotions from sex, your brain still releases those hormones. So you are much more likely to feel closer to somebody after you have sex with them if you don't, as opposed to if you didn't have sex with them at all. So it's also really important that if you know that you are looking for a healthy foundational relationship and that you tend to get more emotionally close with somebody after you sleep with them, it might be best to wait it out. Now, it's no guarantee because there are manipulative people, no matter what you do, there might be somebody who tries to take advantage. You can't control that. But I do find that it's sometimes better to wait because we don't want to mistaken how we're feeling for genuine feelings versus if we're feeling that way because we've gotten intimately close with someone and our brain is now kind of playing tricks on us because it's releasing all these chemicals in our body. And Leading with sexual energy can also cause us to only look at the short term and it tends to prioritize the short term gratification because it's more about the thrill of the moment and it may not it may not necessarily lead to a deeper lasting connection. And if we're really looking for a long lasting relationship, we want to make sure that we are not only thinking about the short term, but also thinking about the long term. Does this serve my highest good? Is this a potential partner that's compatible? Does this person add value to my life? Do they want kids? Do I want kids? If they have kids, can I see myself blending with their family? Do, do I like to travel? Does this person like to travel? How do they envision where they want to live? All of these things are really, really foundational things that take time they take time to be able to be answered. The short term, the only thing you can really know is the fact that you're physically attracted to somebody. You have to give it time. And vulnerability, while it's not inherently negative, when you're leading with sexual energy, it can make us feel vulnerable because the foundation of the relationship is primarily physical. And if the physical connection fades, then the relationship may struggle. 
you have a lot of people that sometimes will go into relationships having this great physical connection with somebody. And when that physical connection starts to fade out or be less frequent or when real life comes up and they're not able to have that same type of intimacy with their partner, they wonder why the relationship is failing in other ways. It's because they never set up that foundational emotional connection to begin with. There might have been components of it, but it was leading with that physical attraction. When you're leading with emotional energy, you're building a strong foundation because it focuses on developing a deep emotional connection first, not second. It's all about getting to know someone's values, their belief system, their spiritual preferences, their religious preferences, and their personality before you dive into the physical aspect. I want to be really clear, though. I'm not necessarily against, you know, if you choose to move into that stage of physical intimacy with somebody, that is absolutely your choice. And there's a lot of really good, healthy relationships that did have sex very early on. They were able to establish that emotional connection. However, there's a lot of people that end up in relationships that don't necessarily serve their highest good. They're toxic. There's no emotional component. There's no compatibility. And the only thing there is that sexual connection. And that's really the people that I'm talking to right now. So I just want to be really clear with that. Now, leading with emotional energy also comes with more stability. Emotional connections tend to be more stable over the long term. So when you're connecting with someone on an emotional level, the relationship is less likely to be swayed by external factors or temporary attractions, aka there's less likely for there to be cheating in the relationship. I'm not saying that it can't happen. Don't come back to me and say, Carice, I thought if I had an emotional intelligent man, he wouldn't cheat on me. He fucking cheated on me. It's your fault, blah, blah, blah. I can't control what other people do. And sometimes, you know, people are fucked up. But when you have a foundation for stability in an emotionally centered and stable relationship, when you're leading with emotional energy, there's less likelihood that there would be that because there would be more open connection. And it's not just based on the physical attraction alone, because let's face it, things happen. We have babies, bodies change, we go through surgeries, we age. There's so much factors that go into why physical attraction can fade. Um, not to mention compatibility. By leading with emotional energy, you're more likely to assess compatibility on multiple levels, including values, communication styles, goals, and all of these things can lead to a healthier, more fulfilling relationship. Because if you only have it, like if you tell me the only thing that's good in my relationship is we have bomb sex. Okay, that's great. Listen, I'm all for having great sex. And I would love to have that. But it can't be the only thing. And it cannot be the glue that's holding the relationship together. You have to have emotional energy in the relationship. And especially when you are out there in the dating world and you are seeking a man or seeking a woman, if you are only leading with physical sexual energy, you are not going to have a good, healthy foundation for an emotional connection with somebody, not to mention long-term satisfaction. Emotional connections lead to more profound, satisfying relationships. All the data shows it. And emotional intimacy that develops over time can enhance the quality of the relationship that you have. So it's just an add-on. It's another layer to this. 
And it's all about balancing both because ideally you want to have balance. Everything in life needs to have balance. So if you can strike a balance between the sexual energy, the emotional energy, that's ideal. I'm not saying that you have to cancel out the sexual energy because it's important, but a healthy relationship needs to have a strong physical attraction, but it also needs to have an emotional connection, communication, right? We have to have communication in our relationship. So effective communication is key. Both partners need to be able to discuss their needs. We need to be able to discuss our desires and we have to be able to put our boundaries in place to ensure that there's a mutually fulfilling relationship. If you do not have these, I promise you that either the relationship will have a lot of toxic up and downs or there will not be a healthy enough foundation to have a long-term healthy, happy relationship. This is going to have to come with self-awareness. This is where it requires you to understand what it is that you want. Looking at your past relationships, what kind of men was I attracted to in the past and why? You have to ask yourself the why. And that's going to be the hard part. Why am I staying in toxic relationships? Why am I with this person when all they're often offering to me is sex? Why am I with this relationship when I am not happy? Why am I staying in this relationship when I'm being treated like shit? Those are the questions that you have to ask and it's going to be hard and you have to have patience. Being self-aware of your own tendencies and your motivations is crucial. You have to ask yourself whether you're prioritizing one type of energy over the other and why. That is the mantra I want you guys to take away from this episode is why. But be patient with yourself. Building a strong emotional connection, it takes time. And sometimes, especially for those anxious attachments, attachers out there, we tend to want to speed things up in the relationships and you have to learn to slow it down because building a strong emotional connection, it takes time and patience is required to allow a relationship to develop naturally and authentically. So remember, every individual and relationship is different and unique, okay? So you guys got to do what works best for you because what works best for one person may not work for another. The key here is to be mindful of your choices and prioritize what aligns with your values and your long-term goals in relationships, all right? So I'm not saying that you can't have sexual energy in a relationship, but it's about having balance with both. So I hope, I hope that this um, episode brought you guys some guidance. I thought it was a really good topic since me and my girlfriend were talking about it. And I think it's good for a lot of women to hear as well. Um, so just a reminder, if you guys are not following the episodes, uh, please hit the follow button. 80% of you that are listening to the podcast are not following. And it really means a lot to me. I don't ask for much, but I, I really would appreciate it if you guys give the podcast a follow. And if you guys are interested in doing the tarot webinar on the 15th, please hit the link below and sign up. It's going to be so much fun. Also for my Florida peeps, I am taking four potential therapy clients. I do accept insurance. And for you guys that are wanting coaching that are out of the state of Florida, I also have two spots open for coaching as well. All right. Love you guys. See you on the next episode of Diary of an Empath. <laughs>